friends, thank you for tuning in to Intermittent Philosophy, the podcast where we are going to talk about all of the hard things that people don't want to talk about. I am going to open up some doors that maybe you wanted to close in your thoughts or your feelings. My mission, the legacy that I want to leave behind is to get people thinking, to get people feeling authentic and feeling fulfilled with their life. So hang out with me, Sammy Joe, as we get into this episode of Intermittent Philosophy. Today I am super excited and a little bit nervous because I'm going to be sharing something deep about myself with you and I'm also going to be introducing you to something that I use in my coaching practice a lot. If you're a client and if you've ever worked with me in a life or success coaching session, you're very familiar with the fact that I always ask at the end of the session if there were any moments of aha, insight, or appreciation. The reason why I do this is because during the call, during the session, we talk a lot about a lot about some deep, heavy stuff. And so to close it out, I just want to bring it all back into one neat package and for you to just stop and think about what you learned or what you want to take away from the session. Now, recently in my life, I had a really big aha moment that I want to share with you guys. And it was kind of one of those things brought to me by my hypnotherapy sessions and a hair dressing appointment. (laughs) So today we're going to talk about what does hypnotherapy and hairdressing have in common. Hypnotherapy is something that I have been experimenting with. In one of the previous podcasts, I told you guys that you are 100% all that you need. You are your best resource and that we need to not outsource all the time. The only way that I feel like outsourcing is beneficial and useful is if you're outsourcing in a way that is about building your power back. Now, personally, as a coach, I find that it's really important that you are always a student of the work. I have done lots of life coaching myself. Um, I've done lots of different types of coaching and hypnotherapy was something I've never tried before. So it was something that I kind of wanted to just try and experience for myself to see what I liked about it and what I didn't like about it. I'm pretty new to hypnotism still. It's not like I have been going for a long time and I'm an expert by any means. And so during one of our first, or sorry, I believe it was the second session that we had together, me and my therapist, we did something called a soul retrieval. Now it's going to sound really woo-woo, but just hang out with me for a second here while I explain what that means. In our lives, we've all had trauma, we have all had pain or hurt. So essentially what a soul retrieval does is it just brings you back to those things that have hurt you or things that maybe have taken away from you so that you can reclaim your power from them. During the session, something really magical happened for me and it actually led me to get really teary-eyed while I was in 
in session and my therapist was so excited to talk to me after to see what was up. But essentially what I what I was thinking during a lot of the therapy session when I was in my trance-like state when we were talking about going to your past and you know finding the parts of you that are missing whether it's your heart or or your soul and the thoughts that I was having were I'm not broken I'm not broken and I was never broken there's no part of me that's missing I've just forgotten all of this and that's why maybe from the outside people might think that we're broken or we don't have fulfillment. And when I explained that to my to my therapist, she was super excited because she's never heard somebody explain it that way before, but I also felt really really good. Now, after my therapy sessions, I like to go and journal just because I like I want to be able to remember what it was that happened and what it was that I thought during the session. So that's why I really like to journal and I'm a big fan of it. After those sessions and also first thing in the morning when I get up because I want to remember what my subconscious was telling me while I was sleeping. And so after that session, I journaled and then I was really a little bit agitated with my hair. And I know that might sound really weird. But yeah, my hair, it was making me feel off. It was making me feel like it wasn't really me. So instantly, I I was like frantically trying to get a hair appointment for as soon as possible. Like I wish I could have went literally after that therapy session five minutes later that I could have went in somewhere that's how driven I was to get my hair done. And the reason why my hair was feeling off, it, okay, so we're going to have a little bit of a tangent here and a little bit of a backstory about me and my feelings on my looks. And maybe this will ring true for you or you'll really understand what I'm talking about in a different aspect in your life. Naturally, I am a super pale person. I'm super pale. Sometimes I really think that I just look transparent. And it's nice because my personality is super transparent. So maybe that's why my skin likes to be that way too. But growing up, especially when I got to those ages where you're really influenced by outside sources and really wanting to impress people. So my later teens and my 20s, when I would not tan, and when I would just be my natural color, there would be comments like, oh my gosh, you are so pasty, and it would have that connotation like bad, negative, not good, or you're so pale, you must be so sick right now, just small comments like that. So since my teens, I put so much time and energy into tanning. I would go out of my way and I would spend so much money to tan because I was really trying to make sure that I looked a way that would make other people happy, that they wouldn't question me, they would want to be around me, and they would just think I look good, like as egotistical as it is, that's that's why. And same with 
my hair. I'm pretty sure with my hair, I've literally had every hairstyle and hair color known to man. I've had short, short, short pixie cuts to long blonde mermaid hair and everything in between. When I look back at pictures and if I, you know, my hair kind of tells a story uh, because anytime it's been different, it's been for me to try to prove to somebody or make somebody happy. And there's always the facade that that is also what I wanted, that it was for me, it's never for someone else. Because there's all that hype too, right? That you should want to look how you want to look and be confident in yourself. So I'd always put on that facade like, okay, yeah, that's what I'm doing. But I never really felt that way until I made that hair appointment after my hypnotherapy session. And so before I changed my hair most recently, my hair was a little bit darker. It was it was grayish, blondish, but it wasn't too blonde. Main reason being that my husband always says that he doesn't really like blondes. He likes dark hair better or fun hair better. So if you look at my hair from the past eight years, it's been pretty dark or really fun colored. And once again, it was always quote unquote for me, but it was never actually for me. After having that hypnotherapy session, I just, I wanted to be me. I wanted to do me and remember that that is all that is important to me. That is all that I need to do. And if I like how I look, like if I like it, not because I'm trying to impress somebody else, not because I'm trying to fit some outside norms, but because that's what I like, that's going to be really cool. And that's going to prove to me that I wasn't broken. There's nothing wrong with me. And it was so great then to go to the hair appointment and to get my hair done. And I was so bold when I was talking to my hairdresser. Right now, it's so popular to... uh, Okay, so I'm going to butcher some hair terms here. But the foliage and you know you're gonna have a little bit of dark roots and then you can have your blonde but I was like girl I just want blonde I don't like when my roots are dark I just want blonde like blonde 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 I feel like when I look in the mirror when I am pale when I have my super light white skin when I am super blonde that's me that's the me when I can be brutally honest with myself that I see in my mind. So being able to see that in the outside world when I look in the mirror is one of the most powerful things ever. But my aha moment and where it comes full circle is that with my appearance up until super recently, it wasn't all for me. It was partially for me, mostly for others. But now knowing how authentic it feels when in my thoughts or even with my career, I, you know, doing what I do now was a major career shift. It was a major shift from anything 
It's not like when I was little, that's what I thought I was going to be doing, but it feels so right and so authentic, so powerful, and the serendipity comes. It just flows. Now, when I feel like I look like me, it's so much more powerful. So I want you to learn or take away from my aha moment. How do you present yourself in your world? Are you presenting yourself for you? Or are you masking a little bit like I used to do? Either in your clothing or your hair color or your skin color with different ways that we can manipulate these things. How are you showing up? And if you're masking, it's okay. It's not wrong. But what are you missing out on because you're masking? Our image actually takes a lot of time and energy in our lives. If you didn't have to feel like you were masking, what could you do with that time and energy instead? Or if you're feeling like you're masking and it's taking part of you away, what part of it is it taking away? And what is the world actually missing? Because you're not showing up 100% truly and authentically. So those are the things that I want to leave you with to think about today. Just think about them, ponder them. And if you want to change any bit of them, know that you can. You are the only person in your life who can make that change. So if that's what you want to do, then do it. Only person holding you back is you. So there you have it for today's episode, guys. Thank you for tuning in. As always, feel free to reach out on me. I am on Facebook and Instagram, Lifestyle Rising. You can always email me, sj at lifestylerising.com, or you can head on over to the website, www.lifestylerising.com. Till next time, I hope you guys have a great day and just think about some things. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Intermittent Philosophy. I'll be hopping back with another episode soon. But in the meantime, please don't forget to keep thinking. Interrupt your everyday patterns. Yes, our life is busy, but there are always moments where we can reflect, we can grow, and we can appreciate. Gratitude is one of the best driving forces for growth and appreciation. So try to add a little bit of philosophy intermittently into every day.